Welcome to Get the Feck Out, a podcast for wannabe expats. If you want to move to another country, we want to help you. I'm Tara Calliman, an American living in Ireland with my family, enjoying the crack. I'm Caroline Donahue, an American getting ready to move from Los Angeles to Berlin with too many pets. Join us for episodes with practical tips and advice born from our experience getting the feck out. Here's the show. Hello. So this is episode zero, I suppose, is how we're thinking about this one of the GTFO podcast. And we wanted to start in real time, basically, because both Tara and I have recently gone home for the holidays, um, like the title of the movie. And so when you have just lived, as I have, in a new country for three and a half months, and then gone home for the first time, you're never more aware of the differences between where you're living in the new country and what it's like in, quote unquote, the old country, Um, although nobody could really call the U.S. the old country. Um, So we wanted to take some time to talk about our experiences going home to see family, being aware of the differences between the U.S. and where we each live now, and then talk a little bit about this crazy show that we've been working on. So Tara has been home for Christmas more than once um, over the holidays. That's true. That's true. So this I'm really interested. Christmas. I'm super yeah. interested in the difference between those two experiences because we just did our first. I have many thoughts, but I want to hear from the veteran first. So, well, so I think the main difference was that we, our first Christmas back and you can corroborate with with your experience whether or not this this is what you guys experienced but we our first Christmas back I felt like we had to see everybody and do all of the things so it was like we were scheduled we had a meetup that we organized so that we could get the most bang for our buck so like in three hours at a microbrewery show up here and we had like lots of people show up we just And we went to New York and Colorado and Wyoming, and it was all of the things that we could do. And I felt like it was just people wanted to make sure we were okay the first Christmas, right? Like, when are you coming home? Are you okay? Um, You know, like, tell us a little bit about what you're doing, but really, like, when are you coming home? And then this past Christmas, I feel like people are like, okay, so they've done it another year. Um, cool. Are they going to be there a little bit longer? Because now we're thinking about coming to visit. You know, I felt like it was a shift in attitude to uh, more acceptance. And, and also on our parts, it was more about not seeing everyone, but seeing the people that we really wanted to spend time with. It was more about quality interaction versus the number of people that we could see. And so this past Christmas felt pretty chill in that respect. I felt like we did a lot of things, but it wasn't too much and it wasn't overscheduled. And we were really able to have fun times with the people that we cared the most about. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the main difference was like the second, the second Christmas just felt a little more relaxed and people were like, oh, okay, so you guys are fine and you're going to stay over there for a little bit and cool. Can we stay in your guest room? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think we we had sort of it was an interesting experience because we went for three weeks, which was longer than we would have gone sort of with our own planning setup. Mm-hmm. And but because there was a wedding, 
um, a member of my family got married and we wanted to go. And we felt like that would be great because we get to see a lot of family members there. Um, but that was December. It meant flying back December 12th to go to the wedding. And then we didn't come back until January 3rd. So that was a really long trip. And we both had sort of just gotten into the rhythm of being here after three, just over three months. And it felt a little bit like, oh, we've lived in California for, I had lived there for, we had each lived in California for like 20 years. And we had been so excited to have a cold, you know, a cold (laughs) holiday season. And we went to the Christmas markets and we were drinking the Glühwein and the whole thing. And then we had Christmas in you know, Southern California. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty funny. So I think that, I think that three weeks was just a long time to leave. It felt yeah. like a long time to leave. And we were both kind of itching to continue the momentum that we were building. Was it, it's a long time not to speak German, right? Yeah. I mean, we actually ended up, it was super handy. This is the nice thing about moving to a place where you speak a second language. So when we first thought about moving to, to Germany, Barry spoke virtually no German. Um, And he did Duolingo for about two years between the time that we first visited and when we actually moved here. And then he started taking classes when we got here. And so from the time that we moved in the beginning of September to when we just got back, he got to the point where he did a job interview in German. So his German has like done a hockey stick improvement in terms (laughs) of being here. So the handy thing about German is that not that many people speak it in the world. It's not like Spanish or Chinese or, you know, there's not like billions of people speaking it. So if you want to tell secrets about people doing dumb stuff in public and you're in and you're not in Germany, German is pretty handy. So we did end up speaking a lot of German to each other going, why is that person doing that? I don't understand what's going on. Or did you get that present for this family member did we wrap it yet like we could say things like that to each other totally in front of everybody and it was kind of awesome we felt like spies so that was good (laughs) you guys would make amazing spies by the way we would be terrible spies but you would look really good while you're doing it while you're doing it poorly you would look fantastic (laughs) i think yeah i think we would really like to dress like spies i mean in Germany, in Berlin, at least, all you have to do is wear black because everybody's wearing black here. I can only wear one item of clothing at a time that's not black before I start to feel like I'm dressed like somebody out of Miami Beach or something <laughs> really like I might as well be wearing 100% gold lame if I wear more than one non-black item at a time because it stands out so aggressively here. Oh, It's crazy. Yeah. But I think it's just it was very interesting to go back And similar to you, um, we had a lot of conversations with people that are like, how is it? And I kind of wanted to write an FAQ, which was like, Mm, it's great. Um, We really love it. No, we don't have immediate plans to come back. And... um, and I think that it, it it's it's going well. I mean, similar to you, I think people want to know that it's going okay. That is mm-hmm. it is it what you've hoped? Is it what you want? Like, how was it transporting all those pets? Um, <laughs> the answer of which is, you know, yes, it was stressful and expensive. But and Hugo just shouted in the background. <clears throat> um, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. If you're a crazy cat lady, 
like my husband and I both are, mm -hmm. then you got to bring the cats and you got to bring the dog and you got to bring everybody. So was there, was there something when you were back, was there something that you were super excited to do? Like obviously see family and friends, but was there something really excited that you want, like a store you wanted to go to or a food you wanted to eat or something like that? Um, there wasn't so much food. I know I kept thinking like, oh, is there food I want to eat? And I was like, no, I kind of miss my German food. But um, because contrary to what people think, there's actually a bazillion kinds of ethnic food here in mm -hmm. Berlin. Berlin is pretty diverse. So it's not really different than the U.S. The one thing I did want, I was really excited because I ordered some stuff from Everlane. And I mm. had it sent to my parents' house. And for people who don't live in Europe, what you don't know is yeah. that um, there is duty whenever you order something from outside of the EU. And I did not know this, and I made some stupid errors in the beginning buying some winter clothes. And if you order something, it comes to Europe. And if it appears that it is a commercial item that you've bought, they will hold it and you have to go to a special place to pick it up. And then you have to pay duty in Germany. And in Germany, if it's up to, if it's over 22 euro, and then um, up to, I think, 150, then you pay duty. But if it's higher than 150, you pay an additional fee, which is called Sola, on top of that. <laughs> so you could pay up to 40% fees on things that you've purchased from outside the EU if you have them sent to the EU. So once you're a dum-dum and do this once or twice and figure it out, then you don't do that anymore. And you have it sent to your family and then you pick it up at Christmas. Yep. Um, so I was excited to collect my like new sweaters yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. I wanted um, tacos. Like we, I made sure that I had tacos in four different states. Um, every opportunity that I had to go out, I was suggesting that we get tacos. And I knew that I had to stock up on my taco consumption. So that's what I did in the United States. <laughs> That's hilarious. We used to eat tacos like multiple meals a day. We would eat breakfast tacos, lunch tacos, dinner tacos all the time. We made them. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like we maybe OD'd on tacos because I thought, mm. oh, we're really going to miss tacos. And we did eat tacos when we were in California. But we ate probably like 100,000 tacos during the time that we lived in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So I feel mm -hmm. like I feel really satiated on the taco front. Um, yeah. But I was concerned that would tacos be a problem? This yeah. is... Yeah. This is a real question for expats mm -hmm. who live in taco areas. Exactly. The struggle is real. There is a restaurant chain in Berlin called Que Pasa, which I think is like, if I get really desperate, I could go in there. There's also a place <laughs> called the Burrito Window that has an item on the menu that's called Easy Chicken. And I have no idea what that means. It's written in English. I don't know what it means in German. I don't know... Like einfach Hähnchen, like that's not really a thing. So I am still kind of mystified by the easy chicken. But I think if I get really desperate for tacos, I may go in there and eat it. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But I agree. I think there is a certain thing. Like when you decide to move to another country and then you actually do it, people want to know if you got off the plane when you got there and said, oh, Jesus Christ, what have I done to myself? This was a terrible idea. And the answer yeah. in my case, I can say is no. The answer, yeah. the experience I had was I woke up and I have never so many times, I'll sometimes just be going down the stairs in our, in our apartment building, stop, look at Barry and say, I am so glad 
that we live here. So, so glad. <laughs> Even in our teeny, teeny, teeny apartment, we went from an 1800 square foot, three bedroom place with two bathrooms to a 440 square foot apartment with one bathroom. And I'm still happier with no car and my tiny place <laughs> and most of my stuff gone. It is better. I cannot this was the thing that I really wanted to convey to everybody. It is better. And at least for me, it may not be better for everybody, but it's better for me and it's better for us. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like now when I go back for Christmas, I can sort of appreciate where I used to live and the friends that I had and my family. But I always like, I consider Ireland home. I miss being here. I can't wait to come back here. And it's, it, yeah, I think people like they I think some people don't like seeing that we're doing as well as we are. Like I feel like there are some people that were kind of like, "Oh, I thought you you know, I didn't think you'd still be there." And I didn't like, "Oh, oh, you guys are liking it." And you know, so I feel like there's some people that sort of didn't didn't anticipate that we were going to do as well as we have been doing. But that's just part of the thing is I think we can now appreciate both places where we live and where we used to live and maybe even be more grateful for the time that we spent where we did, you know, because it's like you've, I, I now know how wonderful Boulder is. I may not have known that when I lived there. Um, and I miss it sometimes, but it's also like, I really love living where we're living. Yeah. I, yeah. I miss the people. Like it was lovely yeah. to see all the people that we saw. But the other thing was, I feel like there was a little bit I don't know if you had this experience the first time that you went back, but we had kind of like a karmic explosion, like as soon as we got to Los Angeles. So we were totally fine in New York. We were totally fine seeing family in Boston, totally fine going upstate New York to see family. We flew to LA. We spent like less than 24 hours there when we arrived. We picked up the dog and then we went up to Santa Barbara, had Christmas. But then when we came back like to stay in LA, like everything went to hell. I mean, we had a really good time with friends, but like it was just like LA was not taking the breakup very well. Um, LA was kind of like, this is a weird story, but I remember one time at the World on Wheels, which sadly does not exist anymore. It's a roller rink in Los Angeles. And I was meeting there for a birthday party and a friend of mine and I were walking along and there were two, there was a couple that was like breaking up in the parking lot. And they were they was they were just going at it. They were just screaming at each other. And the woman was just like, I hate you. I hate you. And he was like, can I have my stuff back? And she was like, I don't have your stuff. You're a total bastard. And he was like, but I see your stuff. It's in the backseat of the car. Like, it's in the box right there. Can I please just take it? And she was just like, I hate you. And then he finally walked off with the stuff. And we heard her yell at him out of the car as he was going. I don't care. I'm just going to jump up on some dick and forget all about your sorry ass. <laughs> and and we both looked at each other and we said, if only it was that easy, which of course it isn't. But I feel like that's kind of what LA was yelling at us because we got there and then immediately like the paperwork to transport the dog was not in order. We had arranged for these people to, to help us with it because we weren't in the country and it was like behind. And then we had 
like two days left, but they were both holidays. And then there was this government shutdown thing happening. And it was like a government office had to stamp the paperwork. And we were worried that wasn't going to happen. So there was like 24 hours of stress on that. And then as soon as that happened, we went over to our old place. And there was a letter that said, if you don't send us a postmarked letter by the 21st of December saying you want your kids health insurance to continue, we're going to cancel it as of January 1st. And of course, we got it on December 28th and they chose not to email us or communicate with us Mm -hmm. over the online portal where we pay for her health insurance and I was like thanks America um so then it was 24 hours of stress solving that problem and then on New Year's Eve when we're like we just want a little break we want a minute we went to the movies at 5 p.m in the afternoon and said we'll just go to the movies and then we'll go to our New Year's Eve party and we went to Mary Poppins which is quite, you know, wholesome. We weren't seeing anything (laughs) controversial. We went to this old theater that we love. I really wanted to go to that theater. That was one of the things I wanted to do. And we came out and someone had broken into our rental car. Oh, no. Never happened to me in my entire (laughs) life. And then we called the cops and to make a report and they forwarded us to a voicemail box and it was full. We couldn't even leave a message. So we finally called the rental car place and we had to drive all the way across the city with a busted window. It was freezing cold in LA. We had, you know, and then we just listened to Hamilton and it was so bad that we were laughing. We're just like, this is terrible. And then we were staying in a house and the heat broke and then we blew out her fuse and it was an old fashioned fuse box that we had to look it up on YouTube because I didn't even understand how to change the fuse. It was just thing after thing after thing. And I was like, LA does not want us here anymore. It just doesn't. (laughs) So in that way, it was extremely validating. Like, Mm -hmm. and then we got back to Germany. That was the universe showing you. Yeah, the universe showing you that you you aren't welcome there anymore. But I just felt like, I I mean, like every day, like at least once a week, I say, I'm so happy that I live here. It wasn't like we were having second thoughts. I'm like, you don't have to hit us that hard with it. Yeah, yeah. We're we're pretty good. (laughs) Anyway, that was my big situation so if for anyone listening who moves to another place if you go back to visit and it like a lot of crazy shit happens like you're not alone it does happen <laughs> but anyway this is just to give you the flavor of us blabbing and um which is you know we enjoy blabbing about this stuff but the way that this whole started was because we both were thinking about the fact that whenever we talk about the fact that we've moved to another country. I mean, you can't really miss it. Like people know that this has happened if they know us at all. People kept saying, wow, I could never do that. I could never do that. Like, I don't think I could ever do what you've done. And neither of us really feels like that's true. I mean, there are choices that are not worth making or you may not want to do it, but we wanted to give people practical insight about what it took to move to another country. Mm -hmm. So that was how the show started. Exactly. And Caroline and I, like neither one of us are exceptional in the fact that we've been able to make this happen. Do you know, like we're both normal, normal people. We just had this desire and we worked hard in order to make this something that we could pull off, but anyone can do it. So that's I would say why... your abilities with Trello are above average. <laughs> that's true. Actually, that's true. I would say we are, we are, Normal people who both happen to have been project managers slash highly organized project executors. So yeah. there is a little bit of that. If you like spreadsheets, you can definitely do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just hell bent on it, you can also do this. That's what I'm saying. Like we can sh- we can show you the tools and the tricks and the tips. But if you want to make it happen, we are happy to talk about 
what we did and um, help to answer those questions you might have. Yeah, there's little things that I wish I had had a show like this. I'm also kind of trying to talk to myself in the past to say, like, don't purchase an item from the U.S. and have it shipped to Europe if it costs more than 20 euro. (laughs) It's a terrible idea. You'll end up spending a lot of money on it. Or if you ship your stuff across the ocean, um, expect it to take twice as long as they tell you it will. And don't pack all of your winter sweaters into the shit that you're shipping across the ocean that will be three months late because you will freeze when it becomes October and gets very cold in Germany and you have no sweaters. Things Mm -hmm. like this, I I would have told myself. Mm -hmm. And so for all of you listening who are pondering this sort of leap, um, we want you to have that information from the get-go. Yes, yes. And so I think this is is a great way to sort of kick off, kick things off. Uh, We're going to start going back in time. Can we... Yeah, we we will go back. Yeah, we're going back in time with our next episode. We'll go back to when we first started recording conversations, Um, back when I hadn't even moved yet, back when I was still in my old giant house with too much stuff thinking, what jerk bought all this stuff and put it in my house and now I have to get rid of it because I'm moving to another country. And Tara was like, fear not, you'll get through it. Yep, yep. And it's so funny that Marie Kondo is so huge right now on Netflix because you condoed the shit out of your stuff as did I. Did. I. Yeah. I did. Marie Kondo is the friend of expats, I have to oh, say. F- totally. She is totally your friend. You yep. do not need all that stuff. You just don't need it because yep. you're going to move to a new place. And obviously, like if you move to Germany, all of your appliances are going to explode if you bring them from the US to Europe because the power is twice as strong. Get ready for your phone charged in half the time. It's so fun. <laughs> and rapid made tea but um yeah Both we will have episodes delightful out. actually it's so good yes yes so follow so follow along with us as caroline decides to undergo this process and i give her advice and we uh we talk through her moving to another country and then she does it i know we do it yeah spoiler alert i'm already here but <laughs> But Spoiler at the same alert, time, we both we both made it happen. Like that's that's why you need to be trusting us here. Yeah, and you can be the next spoiler alert. It is possible and yep. but there are some things that will help. And in addition, because we live each of us in European countries, I'm in one with a different language, Tara's in one sort of with the same language, sort but there of, are many yeah. Irish expressions that are quite amazingly yes. not the same as regular English. Um or American English, I would say. It's, um, there are many, many other nuances to living in other places. So we will tap our expat network as we go to share stories of people who have moved to yet other places and have other insights about moving to another country. Yep, exactly. So this is a show and we hope you'll join us and we hope it will be useful and we hope that you'll write us and share what you want to hear about and what would be helpful to you to learn. Exactly. We're here to show you that it can be done and to uh, help anyone else who wants to do it. So join us. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to GTFO Pod. For show notes, links, and other fun things, head to gtfopod.com. You can stay in touch with us on social media with the hashtag GTFO Pod. See you next time.